Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Scott. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. You know, I was just reading a story uh, about LeVar Ball. And he's going to start a league, a professional league for high school kids that don't want to go to the one year of college and, and call it a career. And he's going to, he does, he's got this idea and he's going to make everyone wear big baller brand shoes and shirts. And he actually has the logo of his son. This guy's Donald Trump, man. You know, as much as those two didn't get along over the whole China incident, they're the same guy. They're the same guy. Donald Trump and LeVar Ball. They're the same man. They're a little crazy, a little wild. They like to hear themselves talk. They like to hear themselves talk. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. This is hour number two of the show. The first hour, we heard from the Fantasy Football Frenzy. And we'll hear some more for the Football Frenzy uh, coming up. So don't go anywhere. Take a quick break and we'll be back with more. Catch us every Monday through Friday at 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. You can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and get it delivered right to your phone. Stay tuned right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio. Network. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. You want me to do what? Edition? <laughs> uh, we come back. We got some more folks on the telephone lines. Um, We'll look at some more sleepers. Probably just bang out the telephones. Because, like, y'all are already locked in with fantasy football. If you got any special questions, we'll, we'll, we'll get it down. We'll get that down. If you want to talk about breaking up the money in your league and stuff like that, we always got tips on that. So... Um, I want to if if, uh, if Port Authority cop if my man Joe in New York is um, around, holler at me. I want to ask you about that situation from yesterday. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
darn it. Fancy football frenzy FNTSY radio. Sorry y'all had to sit through the line of block live commercial again. So cool, so fresh, so exciting. <laughs> what is this you playing, uh, Florio? I guess Florio. What 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 what, what instrumental is this, Florio? What's this you playing? I like this. Ah, Rick Ross, trap, well, trap, trap. Since we got Florio, is he gonna start talking some trash to Jake at this matchup? Oh, that's DVD? right, Florio. Turn your turn your microphone on, Florio. You got Florio got a trash talker though. That's the thing about Florio. I'm not talking the trash until I win it. Oh, that's yeah. what he's doing. Not talking the trash. Oh, he said until he win it. So yeah. that's the first shots fired. Yeah, that, that is that, that is kind of that's like a backhanded yeah. trash talk. Right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bad karma. It'll drag you down. As, as a Mets fan, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just trolls me with questions during my show on Twitter. Cool, you know really coming, right? I know. I know. Go ahead and play the drop, Florio. Mets got a good team. That's when I thought the Mets had a solid pitching staff last year, and um, and I went down. Oh, Studly pitchers with Syndergaard. All right, okay. Did this boy is he save every damn thing? <laughs> Hey Trust Florio, me, yes they do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey Florio, you have a Bills. Florio's a, is is like Medica. He's a Bills mafia guy. You ever been up there getting slammed, power bombing them tables? You ever go up there and do that, Florio? Not yet, sadly, but I really want to. Would you do the power bomb thing? Would no, you, no mm. way am I getting power bombed through a flaming table. Oh. <laughs> what if they don't set the table on fire? Would you do it then? No. No. EY would have to take that bump for me. Okay, would, yeah, would that makes you, sense. Would you have relations <laughs> with your girlfriend in the parking lot? Yes, would you do that in the parking lot, Florio? Would no, you no. toss a salad? <laughs> no. <laughs> like Buffalo Bill fans like to do in the parking lot. That, that's their favorite way of consuming beer. <laughs> that's oh, a good man. one. He said that's their favorite way of consuming beer. <laughs> Oh, we man. should do a show out there next year. With we we, we got to go. Yeah, we got to do that. I would love to do that. Bills Mafia. Shout out to Bills Mafia. We'll, we'll have our own RV. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, we get our own RV. We broadcast <laughs> from the tent. I mean, we broadcast from the RV. Bills Mafia. I want it to be cold. I want it to be a snow game too. And y'all not putting me on that fiery table though. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that fiery are you gonna, table. Are you gonna videotape this though, or are we just gonna be like hearing about it afterwards? No, 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 it has to be. It has to be videos. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to I'll sponsor it with some T-shirts. That'll be cool. I'll send you some. Check the link T-shirts. You like to come on the trip with us, Jake? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's not gonna make the trip. I'm go out there with them Bills fans. I want it to be snowing out that joint too. I want to. I want to see with the go cam. I want. Yeah, I want the whole thing. I want hat. Hopefully, the Bills and the Cowboys play next year. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as they were uh, talking a little crazy and uh, going out to the game day experience in Buffalo. Yeah, what's wrong with those people in Buffalo? When you think about it, right? They do a lot of crazy things and they get really drunk, which is not a bad thing, right? But the fire, the tables, like all that could lead to a bad day at the ballpark, right? There's no other way to sugarcoat it. It could lead to a bad day at the ballpark. And I think when you're looking at it like that, you got to say, what the hell is going on? Now, this guy is a Bills fan. And he's a hardcore Bills fan. I'm Mark, fan. and I quit smoking. Yes, Mark, who quit smoking with Shantix. He's the Bills fan. But Gabe Morency and Jeff Nato, Sportsbook Review, 
hardcore Bills guy. Here they come. You are watching Morency Unfiltered. I am Gabriel Morency. Welcome to the Fantasy Sports and Television Network. As the countdown is on, it's championship week in the fantasy football world. It's a bowl week, college uh, football. Uh, the playoff picture is uh, its a pretty crazy one, man. We'll talk about some of the tiebreakers that are going on. Big Man on Campus, sportsbookreview.com's Big Man on Campus. We'll step up and then we'll run the gauntlet with Big Man. Of course, he's a big Philadelphia Eagle uh, fan. The Eagles playing on Christmas night against the Oakland Raiders. And you know what? Generally, I don't like laying uh, big point spreads, uh, but I think the Raiders are in, you know, th- this. you really think they want to be in Philadelphia on Christmas night? Their season is over, and even better, it's going to be pouring rain and cold. So, you know, the Raiders, they're not going to have a good time. We're, you know, I'm telling you right now, lay the points. Eagles are going to actually absolutely smash them. Um, you know, I don't know, though. You never know. Maybe one of the refs will get in the way or fall down or something. Like, I don't know. But let's bring in Big Man on campus right now. What's up, Big Man? What's up, Gabe? Good to be on with you always. It's always a pleasure. So it's really becoming a problem now, and it's not just because of, like, one bat or, like, people always think, oh, Marantz, you don't like that call because this or whatever. Listen, I didn't think the catch was a catch the other day. You and I were doing a show together, and I said to Big Man, they're going to say this isn't a catch, not a catch. You know, you had the index card stuff. You know, you look on Thursday night, uh, you know, Monday night football, the jackass referee falls down, you know, costing him seconds. We talk about Walt Coleman not knowing where he is half the time. It's a real problem for a league that's a $13 billion industry that basically has, like, a bunch of 82-year-old men out there running around. Like, and... Is, is it like the Supreme Court or something? I mean, when you're an NFL ref, are you an NFL ref for life, no matter how bad you are? Because like, that seems to be the deal. There's no accountability at all. No, there's no accountability, and that's always been a problem with referees. It's not so much also like the fact that we don't even know the rules. I mean, I, I was blown away to learn last night, Gabe, that when you have, let's say, I know you saw the play where the kid's knee was down, and they still ensued that the 15-yard penalty was still going to be thrown. Why? Why was the penalty uh, given to, to to Atlanta? The play didn't count. Why wasn't that able to be going back and said, you know what? This play would have never happened. It shouldn't have counted. We're going to take that penalty off the board. I mean, what's a hit nowadays? What can you actually do? I mean, how do you tackle someone? What do you what do you what do you do? I mean, that's the problem. It's there's no accountability. We don't know the rules at all. And the NFL looked real bad this weekend because, like you said, it wasn't one call that affected a game. It was – I mean, it seemed like every game had one of those kind of calls. There were four or five huge calls in games that really decided them, Game. It, yeah, and I think some of it's by design, actually, because they want to keep the games competitive on television, although they'll never admit that. But it's to a level of incompetence. Like when a Major League Baseball umpire has a bad call – it's either an honest mistake and a bad call, or he's screwing you personally. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you mouth off all the time. I'm tired of your crap. And, you know, because it's a big thing in baseball. You know, what do you say to the ump in the box, to small talk? And, you know, what's your relationship like with them? And Major League Baseball umpires can be a little bit vindictive at times. But they're not incompetent. NBA referees do a good job the problem is, you know, they're just sort of traffic police for what the league wants them to do. So there's a structure of who's going to get the calls and who isn't. But everybody knows this uh, going in. NHL hockey, big man, the best referees by far. Best, And I think soccer referees actually do a pretty good job too. 
But you know, NHL referees, the fast game, they got to be in shape. And I tell you, big man, the NHL referees, the referees didn't like it at first because it, they have a crazy system, man. They, it's like a police report. You're a referee, and you think you think Ed Hockley and you think uh, Sterator's doing this stuff, well, with his buddy Pereira before running the league and he's the best man at his wedding? You know, after every NHL game, big man, an NHL referee and linesman has to write down everything that they did. All right? So basically, you know, I did this because of this. I made this call because of that. You know, like, it's an explanation form for everything. So they are held to a sheer accountability. And the NHL, they got, like, a team, dude, of young referees, like 30-year-old guys that are in wicked shape, big man, that can skate faster than, like, any player in the league that's ready to come in and be a ref. You know, I don't see this with the NFL. Like, do you see any fresh faces? When's the last time you watch an NFL game and go, man, I don't know, who's this guy? New guy. There are no new guys with the refs. It's the same cronies. Vidovich. Sterator, Hockey Lee, Corrente, Morelli, they're all bad. And they're all old, and that's the problem. I mean, you have guys in their 60s that are still referees. And listen, I'm not making fun of the senior citizen community. I'm, I'm really not. But, I mean, at some point we have to go down to college and maybe pluck some of those refs or, or find some guys that are in shape and can move. And, I mean, like that guy last night, I mean, he shouldn't even be on the field. I mean, why is he on the field? I mean, you knock these guys over. How the hell is Walt Coleman? It seems like they break every bone in their body. How is Walt Coleman going to see what John Ross running 4-3 is doing? I have no idea. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't. I'm not going to say I could either. But I'm not telling you, yeah, I should decide billions of dollars of money on Monday Night Football. And and also another problem that you have in the NFL is, for, for whatever reason, now keep in mind, you mentioned the amount of money, $13 billion. Is it really necessary? You can't pay these guys enough where this is their only job? Every one of them has their own regular job. Yeah. Ed Hockley right now, as we he's speak, lawyer, he's right? on the phone arguing for Walmart. And yeah, you, you would it's... love you would love Hockley's <laughs> dude, you know who Hockley represents? Exxon, Walmart. Oh yeah. I think like the American Seal Beaters Association. Like like Real he, shithead. Yeah, no, he's got like I, I just laughed. They're like, and Ed Hockley, he's got a, he's got a, a legal practice. And here's some of the people he represent. I'm like, what, are you going to represent a tobacco company too, Ed? Like, who well, don't you represent? Like Exxon, Walmart, pretty much like every sort of anti-union, screw, screw the worker company, Ed defends them. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's like, I mean, half the time they don't even, uh, not, it doesn't even seem like they're interested. You got Gene Sterritter doing college College officials are pretty bad also as far as the basketball, NBA refs. I mean, Joey Crawford was the biggest sh- douchebag in the world uh, when <laughs> he, he was yeah, in the NBA. Was it's, yeah, but it's you know just... what? The other Crawford's bad too. You know, it's the thing with the NBA. White Crawford, Black Crawford. You're both terrible. <laughs> we'll come back with more referee talk. Uh, I didn't know there was a white Crawford. I knew there was a white Crawford. I didn't know there was a black Crawford. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Football Rewind. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We drive a pony and we eat rice and roni.
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. terrible joey was the old bald guy there marty foster you know oh, foster like scott that. foster he's the worst yeah there's yeah, another guy marty who's the other guy marty what's his marty name? marty foster it's the old boys club it, all these guys they're all is it scott know, foster's his kid i believe i think they're a, a father son i believe but yeah it's just i mean you're you're literally deciding i mean gabe i don't know if you know like you can get, uh, you know, like automatic levels and stuff like builders have them. My dad has one. A, 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 it's an automated level. Why didn't you get a level and men- measure that with a level, like something legitimate? You put an index card out right. and use that. Arthur Blank owns Home Depot. You're telling me you can't. <laughs> you, can't you guys can't get bust out like, yeah, I mean, all right. Yeah. The, why doesn't one of the, the, the guys on the sidelines that's with the referees, why doesn't he have like a level? In that yeah, yeah, but you notice, where, big man, these guys are so stupid. They didn't even have the stick straight. And like Garrett's like, hey, hey, you're doing it sideways. Like, I never, how hard is it? And you know what's funny? In Canada, a lot of people sort of take pot shots at the CFL. And I oh, ought yeah, the CFL and this rule and that rule. The CFL is actually much smarter than the NFL. You know, like a good example, like, so the car, the car fumble the other night. You know, like in the CFL, if you fumble the ball, and and it goes out of bounds. It's whoever touched it last. Who that's who gets the ball. Like in the CFL, you can review a pass interference if they don't call it. You know, like listen, we got hit here, and you guys didn't call it. And you can review it. it you know, there's are there a lot of reviews sometimes, but at least they're getting it right. But the NFL is frustrating because you bet big money on this stuff. Like we said, it's a thirteen billion dollar a year industry. We're betting big money on this stuff. I mean, and they don't want to pay anybody, big man. Roger Goodell gets $50 million. The cheerleaders are getting $58 a game. You got a bunch of, like, 68-year-old men who are making, you know, 1400 bucks a game. It's insanity. It's, it, it's craziness. Yeah, the only people getting rich are the owners and Goodell himself. Oh, and the athletes. But you got to take Yeah, but even the players bit. aren't getting guaranteed contracts, but Goodell sure. does. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and it, it's the main reason. And I tweeted this the other day, Gabe. I know you know this. I'm not a huge NFL guy. I'm not like you and Donnie. I love the Eagles. I love my team, but I, I just don't have the same interest in it that I once did. And I, you know, there's a lot of things I'd much rather watch of the NFL, and that's because of crap like this. I mean, it, it's just every game. There's something that decides it. It's old and it hasn't changed over the last five years since Cadell came in. The league has got progressively worse and worse and worse, and you know they're losing a lot of fans. Plus all this, and I, 
I don't care much about it, but some of this anthem stuff. I mean, you've turned a lot of people off from your league, not only with that, but everything that's went on in this well, I league. Think, it's I hard think... to watch. in Northeast Florida is something historical. This is our little miracle. Hey, say hi. Say my the biggest problem with the league the anthem stuff's done man nobody's talking about it it's what it over. did was it turned a lot of people oh off, it I did like you know? it did and i don't i don't really see how players protesting can make turn people off of a sport you know what right. i mean right yeah it's uh it's really it's hard to watch and you know again and those I mean, people they're, those they're gonna people, have to address that those people are hypocrites dude okay they're yeah, liars they're, they're liars like uh you know like sean hannity i see it all the time dude like on the drudge report okay you go to the Drudge Report, and, um, you know, Matt Drudge, he loves the negative. You know, he's a genius, actually, because he doesn't have anything on his website. He just copies, he links stories, but he makes his own more salacious headline. He's genius. So he's got a big thing about NFL ratings down, attendance down, and very, very negative. NFL this, NFL that. Basically, you know, trying to, hey, they're falling apart. But then he's all over, like, oh, Tom Brady, come back, epic stuff. And, you know, like Sean Hannity and the, the other guy, what's his name, uh, that got canned for groping people, Eric Boiling there, whatever his name was. I see these guys hating on the NFL all the time. Yeah, like I'm sure he's not watching. You know, I'm, I'm sure they're not watching the Super Bowl and stuff, right? They're hypocrites. It's like I saw a bunch of Steeler fans. They're like, oh, I'm disgusted by the Steelers and their protests. And uh, the guy asked, so, uh, ma'am, it was in a sports bar. Are you going to stop watching the games? She goes, no. But now I don't wear my Steeler jersey anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're okay, so... That's, that's they're Roger so... Goodell counting his money. gives a crap what some lady in a bar wears, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. It's it's you know it's amazing. And it's funny because when you do a little research on some of these guys, like Sterator, his, uh, his family, uh, Gabe, owns a uh, sanitation and cleaning supply company. And their uh, little slogan is, make the right call. Tony and Gene are business owners, but on Sundays, officiating in the NFL, they make the right call. So let's just call it out for what it is. Are these guys like mobsters? We've already, you know, I've, I've thrown this out there. It seems like the worst There's referees. There's a lot of Italian refs. Yeah, and they're all really bad. So are they really all really bad, or is it just a wink-wink thing that's going on? Like, why is Corrente, Morelli, uh, Sterator. Sterator? Like, why do these guys have so much power? 
Hockley doesn't I mean I don't think he is but yeah it's it's interesting you make a good point and you look at territory you look at like their website literally the whole family's a referee their cousins are referees that the, the, the brothers are referee so it's, they're going to be sabotaging sporting events for the next hundred years yeah and then their kids will be referees I, I heard a story dude I don't know if it's true or not supposedly it is but you never know it's like urban legend type stuff supposedly a kid in Alabama a father in Alabama Raised his kid to be a referee to screw Alabama. <laughs> and supposedly the kid is actually a ref now. Like, it, it actually did. They won't say who it is, but supposedly there's a ref in the SEC that was brought up by an Auburn family, and the whole point was one day you're going to screw over Bama, son. You know what I mean? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, didn't they? It's genius, uh, isn't it? A plant. It's a long-term plant. They've killed, like, trees and stuff, too, down there. I mean, they, they listen, I mean. Yeah, Harvey, Harvey Updike. Be, yeah, Harvey, yeah, right. He never paid the fine, either. <laughs> yeah, he actually called in to, to uh, fine bomb and admitted it, and fine bomb didn't believe him, actually. Then he goes, no, I really did. And I yeah, mean, yeah. he's still in prison. No, he, no, he got out of jail. He got out of jail. Okay. Yeah, no, he killed the tree. It's amazing. And the, the, corner, yeah. yeah, the tree was like, you know, I don't know, like 800 years old or something crazy. Amazing. I shouldn't admit this on television, but uh, I had uh, I had my ex-girlfriend, The um, her landlord was a real jerk. He was an old man, and he wanted to fight me and stuff. But the guy was like 68. He was pretty tough, though. I'll give him that. Um, but he was like 68 years old. But I couldn't drop the guy, right? But he really crossed the line, man. Like, you know, he raised his fist at my girlfriend. It was like over the top and stuff. So I knew the guy and his wife were really into flowers. And I knew where he lived. So I went and I bought like a bunch of toxic like acids. <laughs> and I went to his place in the middle of the night and I destroyed his entire like front lawn. And then I walked past yesterday and I saw him and his wife crying like on their knees. <laughs> you must. Wow. What what a story. Hopefully he's not listening. He's probably dead. <laughs> I'm a real nice guy. Hey, he's probably dead. Hey, happy yeah. holidays. Everyone happy Hanukkah. Merry Don't Christmas. screw with Gabe Morenzi. Yeah, like that's a true story, big man. <laughs> I had another lady, and this is crazy. I shouldn't admit this either, but I had a lady that was in my condo, and I just had a little like sort of um, neighborly feud with her. Like, she didn't really like me and stuff. And I really had to stop myself from crazy gluing her door handle. <laughs> I was literally going to put crazy glue on her door handle. And just, you know, so you like that, Grandma? You know, don't don't mess with me, all right? Don't <laughs> but, mess with Gabe. But then I thought, I was like, maybe this is why I lose so many bets, like, by half a point. Because I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, your karma's coming. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you got bad karma. You, Come on. You've never gotten treats. revenge on someone? <laughs> I, I don't mess with my neighbors. I Listen, just, I've done a lot worse things, and I'm not going to say it, all right? It's like I'm throwing you like this. Well, around here, around here, I don't mess with any neighbors because I don't know what's going on inside <laughs> their house. So I, I, don't, I don't mess with anybody. I just, hey, how you doing? You know? Yeah, it's, it's a good, uh, it's a good uh, you know, I was at a Raider game, uh, Chargers-Raiders, about five years ago. Six, seven, five. You know, Carson Palmer just went to the Raiders, okay? So it was um, – it's a crazy stuff. You're, you're in California, Raider game. <laughs> like, it's off the hook, okay? So, me and my buddy are in, in, in sort of the parking lot. Like, not right near the stadium, but the parking lot of the parking lot. So, and there's all these people partying and stuff. 
So we get out of the car, and I don't know if you've ever seen Fast Times at Ridgemount High, but uh, you know, it's an old stoner movie. So basically when I get out of the van, there's like puffs of smoke coming out. So we get out of this car, man, and it was heavy smoke, big man. It was like a forest fire type thing. It was like, <laughs> so all this smoke comes out of the car. <laughs> we get out. We're like, all right, let's go, man. We got big money on the game. And there's a family, like literally like eight feet away from us, okay? And they're Raider fans. And it's like a father, and he's got his kids, and little, they're all wearing Raider gear. And all the smoke goes right up, like sort of right towards them and stuff. And the kid says, Daddy, 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 I think those guys were doing bad things in that car. <laughs> you know what the father did? What did he do? He grabbed his kid. And he goes, what have I told you? You mind your own business. <laughs> he grabbed him. He goes, yeah. you go apologize to those nice young men. Kid you came up to us and he goes, I'm very sorry. I'm very, very sorry. We're like, it's all right, kid. He <laughs> was, I thought he was going to kill his kid. He's like, what are you, some sort of snitch? And the guy, that guy. the, the guy was guy. a Raider fan. He comes up. He's like, bro, man, I'm so sorry about that. Eh? He goes, man, he's yelling. He's like, you little, he's freaking out. He goes, I told you, you mind your own business. If they're not hurting you, you don't say anything to them. Oh, he was mad, the father. But, hey, the father doing that is saving this kid a big beating when he's a teenager in the hood in L.A., I tell you that much. Yeah, you know, I um, and I, I don't want to offend anyone here, and I'm, I'm not going to, but, you know, the bullying stuff that's come up lately, and I, and I often think to myself, you know, if my kid came in and told me, hey, listen, Dad, you know, I'm getting bullied, I'd tell him to grow a pair and go knock him the hell out. What the hell are you doing? You don't let people step all over. You gotta, I remember what Tony Me Chappelle too. I would actually – I would tell the kid too. Like if the kid's bigger, I'd, cons- I'd get a plan. I'd say, all right, listen, you know, carry this pack of batteries in your yep. pocket. And no, seriously, same thing. No, my father did the same thing. I had problems. My father told me next time, kill them, like basically. He goes, if, if they – you know, you're in danger – yeah, exactly right, big man. Ooh, well, how about that racist lady? Oh, my kid oh, got yeah. picked on because he's dropping N-bombs. Yeah, well, maybe you should teach your kid not to be a white supremacist and hate everybody that doesn't look like him, and maybe you won't have problems. You, you got to teach your kid to stick up for themselves. If my kid came home and said, I'm being bullied, I'd say, well, what'd you do about it? Well, I didn't do anything. Well, then you deserve it. <laughs> Fantasy football rewind. You never know what you're going to get here. We're getting great parenting advice. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product.
I was just reading about an 81-year-old nudist. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He always wears socks, but he's nude everywhere else. And the reason he wears his socks is so he has somewhere to put his phone. Makes perfect sense. Right? Perfect sense. Whoever thought about that? How come all nudists are 81? There's never, ever a 23-year-old hot blonde nudist. Never. Just doesn't happen. Let's get back to the guys for parental advice and NFL referees and what else they got going on. You're listening to Gabe Morrissey and Jeff Anato of Sportsbook Review. Take care of the business. And I'm going to tell you, the beating would be even worse for the kid that one of my kids that didn't stick, stick up for his younger brother or younger sister. I'm going to say to him, where were you? You're his older brother. Yeah, You're yeah. his older sister. Where were you? I you know, a, why didn't you help? I have, but, an, I have uh, an uncle. I have an uncle. I don't get along with him well anymore, but I used to. But he's a real hard ass. So uh, my cousin, so his kid, um, got in a little gambling problem. He lived in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I've heard this story. Yeah, he got in a little bit of a gambling uh, issue in high school. You know, so late in high school, kid's betting in over his head. He's betting like 500 a game, doesn't have the money, has a bad weekend, couple of bad weekends. My cousin's sort of avoiding the kids in school type of deal. Well, they finally showed up at his door. They knocked. They literally rang the doorbell. And my uncle answers, who's the father. And they're like, listen, uh, Mr. You know, I'm not going to say the name, Mr. And they're like, uh, your kid, your son owes me money because he bet on Michigan football. And we never got paid. And, you know, some parents would say, get off my property. I'm calling the police. Sure. You know what he did? He goes, hold on one second. Came back out. And he told, he told the son, he pushed him out of sight. He goes, hey, there's some people here to see you, son. You better go out there and deal with this. And then he tells him, I'm not too happy they're coming to the house either, so you better resolve this out there. He went out there, and my cousin got a couple of shots to the head right in front of the father on the lawn. And then they said, you still owe the money. And then the father paid the money. He said, here, here's your money. Now, now we're good. And then he said to the kid, I hope you learned your lesson, son. My mom always told me, Gabe, I brought you into this world but you got to live in it. So you got to deal with it. You know, got to face the real world. Sometimes you get into, you get, you playing dirt, you get dirty, you got to deal with it, you know? And, uh, I've always been like, that seems like you are. I think that's why, uh, I like talking to you, Gabe. I'll always tell you stories and relatable. I'll tell you big man. When I was like 12 years old in high school, he said, these teenagers took my shoes off and threw them on the roof in the snow. I had to walk home in my socks. And, uh, Fast forward about uh, 25 years later, I'm in a bathroom stall and I'm very drunk and intoxicated on a lot of other things. And uh, some guy comes up to me and he goes, oh, my God, Gabriel Morenci, I listen to you on the radio. Remember me from school? I looked. I, it was one of the kids. I said, yeah, I do remember you. I smashed his face into the bathroom mirror. Yeah, it's always going to come And you know what he said? He goes, that was 28 years ago, man. We were kids. I told him, now we're even. I walked out. <laughs> People don't forget. You always got to remember that. No, 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 no. We've been doing a fantasy football rewind for a long time. That was the most interesting take I've ever seen in my life. You get that with Game Morris. You can check out Red Heat and Rage from noon to one Eastern, Monday through Friday. You never know what's going to happen. And, uh, 
I'm glad Gabe got that man back. For shoes, man. Had a walk in his socks. I'm glad he got it done, man. Never give up, Gabe. Never give up. You take Gabe's shoes, you're going to pay the price. Might not be today. Might not be yesterday. But Gabe is coming for you. He's going to make sure he comes back with vengeance. Gabe reminds me a lot of uh, Bruce Willis. He went a little Bruce Willis there, man. Back when Bruce Willis was the man. And he's still doing Demi Moore. That was back when it mattered. That was some great stuff. That was a guy on top of the world. Stay tuned for more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Rewind. Come back and we'll finish it off strong, long, and get it on. Bang a gong. Remember that song? Bang a gong. Get it on. Stay tuned. More Fantasy Football Rewind coming up next. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here getting it done for everybody and making sure you've got everything you need. Fantasy Football 2017 coming to a finish. Will it be exact exciting finish for you? Ah, those are the ideas that we're looking at. But Devontae Adams did not practice, remained sidelined in Wednesday's practice. Still in concussion protocol. Coach McCarthy said Adams is pissed off at the illegal hit. Thomas Davis concussed him and he wants to play again the season. He has 24 touchdowns in the last two years. Marone says Fournette will play versus the Niners. Uh, Coach Doug Marone said Leonard Fournette will play week 16 against the 49ers. He's got a great matchup, man. He could be a daily fantasy play and a play in the regular season. Bucks tight end O.J. Howard on injury reserve with an ankle injury. Howard injured his foot on the 30-yard touchdown grab in Monday night's loss to the Falcons. 
the number 19th overall pick. Howard got off to a slow start, but ramped it up. Now done for the season. Joe Mixon remains in concussion protocol. Should only have one more hurdle clear before gaining clearance, but he was unable to do so last week before being ruled out for week 15. He needs to pass the neurological test. Mixon is a day-to-day. Julio Jones did not practice, but is expected to play. Dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, Coach Dan Quinn said Jones injured his ankle in the second play of a Monday night's win over the Bucks. Jones will be limited the rest of the week. Good news for the Jags. Alan Hearns back at practice on Wednesday. His first action since suffering a high ankle sprain in Week 10. Hearns returns. Comes at a good time with Marquise Lee probably missing the next game. And now Alan Hearns will be there with Keelan Cole and, of course, Dede Westbrook. This is a story that's incredible. Because if you hire a new coach in a National Football League, you should hire someone the fans get excited about, right? What fan is going to get excited ever about Jeff Fisher becoming their coach? After seeing what the Rams did in one year of getting rid of Fisher and turning around, it's insane. According to Arizona Sports, Mike Jarecki, ex-Rams coach Jeff Fisher, wants to get back into the NFL in 2018 and could be eyeing the Bears, Browns, and Colts. And in fact, I also seen in a different report that, you know what? He's already like looking for coaching staffs and putting together coaching staffs. So he seems pretty confident. The ring is Mike Lombardi recently advised not to rule out Fisher getting another shot. He has lots of contacts around the league and NFL offices. Fisher played and coached for the Bears back in the 80s. But after his disaster run with the Rams, now seeing Sean McVay turn around in just one season, who the hell is going to want Jeff Fisher as their coach? But I'm never surprised by NFL owners. I'm always shocked at how men can become so affluent and get so rich and make so many bad decisions. Like, how do they make all the money and then make bad decisions? If Jeff Fisher has a job, that's a bad decision. That's it. There's no other way around it. So, I I don't know. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Scott. We'll see you tomorrow night. We'll be back with more. Always check out, before we get on, the Fantasy Football News Test brought to you by the New York Daily News. That comes on from 11 to 1 and then us 1 to 3. Tony Sicada, hasta la vista. 